Hi there, I'm back. It's been a few weeks and I took some time at my birthday and went to Florida and then my flight got canceled back. So a little extended break, but it's good to be back with all of you. So welcome to season eight of DJ Breast Cancer. This season, as you may know, is all about sharing the written word. Know that your story matters. It is about how our words have power. It's poetry with a purpose. Writing has been so therapeutic for me, especially in the midst of difficult chapters of my life. Putting pen to paper helps me take some of the pain and worry and give it a name. It somehow feels less scary when I see it scrawled in my journal in my own handwriting. One part messy and one part message. Unlocking the secret voice inside of me, the doubts and the fears. Do you want to know the why behind my poems and stories? So when in doubt, write it out. Remember, it's your story, your life. You can share as much or as little as possible. So take my hand. Let's find the light in the darkness. This episode is Get on the Horse. It's the transition of a love story and the beginning of some work and self-care themes. This book also features a beautiful drawing from a tiny special person in my life, my goddaughter Bevan, age five. Get on the horse. Get on the horse and ride, he said, as the tears fell down my face. Don't let it get to you, he said. Just forget about that place. There's going to be some ups and downs, he said, from stories long told by my dad. Some days she will just cry. Some days will be like this. Always had, always will. Get on the horse and ride. Tomorrow will be a better day. Don't cry, baby, he pleaded. Together, always together, we will find a way. I know you are sad, he said, sad about your head. But I think that you are beautiful, so let's focus on your health instead. You have an excuse, he said, as he took a slow pause. Don't take it all on yourself. Your health is your cause. Get on the horse and ride. Hang on tight. Get on the horse and ride. There is an end in sight. So the last episode, we kind of dug into slow dancing in the kitchen, and that really kind of shows you a glimpse behind the curtain of what love during cancer can look like. In this episode, I, I kind of feel like the love story continues, and it was important to me to kind of bookend these um, next to each other. This is more in a support and an encouragement way, um, just the love and support that a caregiver, my husband John, could could give. He also uh, worked at the same place as I did at this time during my cancer treatments. And and it was really difficult um, to manage work and to manage cancer. And the dad part, uh, my dad part, uh, that does refer to my dad, um, you know, from stories long told by my dad. There really, there truly was a conversation with John and my dad where my dad said that I just knew how to love. And I think my dad also kind of knew that I had been sad for a long time, sad in a prior marriage. And I think he also knew that I was an achiever and put a lot on myself. And so I think my dad and John kind of had this understanding, this realization of me being more real as a person. And it's kind of what my, my marriage with John has been is just this, um, really stepping into the vulnerability, really being real. And I think that that uh, really showed during my, my cancer journey. So work and cancer, that's the big topic really in this poem. And it's kind of hard to know where to start. All I can say is it's really hard. And 
it's a juggling act. And I had a very high powered career when I was diagnosed with cancer. And it's hard for anybody, um, you know, especially if you're a mom and that's your job. Um, It's really a juggling act. And everything that you knew how to be, um, especially if you place a lot of emphasis on who you are and your job, it's just not easy. You have to shelf a lot of these things during cancer. And I can clearly admit that I'm a recovering achiever addict. Um, you know, so I'm still working through a lot of that, but I don't put as much, um, emphasis now on my achievements. I, it's something I really work on. Um, I am an Enneagram three. I find that really, that's been really helpful actually. Um, finding my Enneagram number, knowing what my fears are and how to kind of have, um, how I kind of fit in this universe and how, that's kind of who I am as a person and how I'll always be, but how to kind of work through it. So I do encourage you to take an Enneagram test if, if that's possible for you, or if that interests you. And so you can kind of see some of the themes in this poem, the don't let it get to you, just forget about that place. That place is work. Um, so I definitely am kind of referring to it and there's really a story that goes behind this and it, it's, kind of hard to share actually. Um, I had a, a, a VP at the time. So the head of, you know, this, this whole area, she wasn't my immediate boss. She was like my boss's boss. And, um, I had been back from leave for literally like a week or two. And we had a big meeting, um, with the head of like all the company basically. And, you know, so it's really hard after missing out on, months of work. Um, I think I missed about two months at one time, um, to, to get back into the swing of things, you know, and to get up to speed. And so I really thought I had done an excellent job, you know, to, to get to that point. And I thought I handled myself well in the meeting and on the walk back from this, um, room where this meeting was being held, the, the head, the VP said to me, now that you're back in the saddle, uh, I, I need you to really step things up. And it just really crushed me, crushed my soul. Um, and, you know, again, that achiever in me, it just felt like I hadn't done enough. I wasn't living up. And so that's where this kind of whole horse analogy comes from is, you know, just this whole line that she said to me that I'll never forget. Um, and it kind of does flip the script. Um, so instead of like, now you're back in the saddle, it's kind of talking about getting on the horse and riding. And kind of like me, you know, letting go, hanging on, and just kind of moving forward. Um, so that's kind of the theme in it, but it definitely is, it's a lot of emotions. It's its this whole work thing. It's this whole managing through uh, cancer and um, work. And, you know, the, the hang on tight, hold on tight part, that's really been our mantra as a couple in many difficult times. And we tend to just hold on to each other. And so, you know, just that grabbing the saddle and holding on, um, you know, that's, that's really Im- impactful for me. So kind of reflecting back on this, you know, many years later, um, I'm at a different company, um, you know, kind of at a different place in my life. But it still kind of hurts me. You know, some of these parts, it's still kind of raw. Um, I think the shaved head that I talked to in the poem, it's less about that, but it's more about the way I felt at work. It's that returning to work. That's what I carry with me. Actually, my cousin just, um, 
texted me while I was in the grocery store this week and she was talking about, you know, someone at her work having breast cancer and how she kind of, you know, opened her arms to them because she knew what it was like for me to go through work and not have people empathize or really help me through. And so, you know, I I did even mention, you know, I still remember, I still remember this, you know, uh, now that you're back in the saddle um, things so many years later. And so I think it's provided me now as a human being with much more empathy, whether, um, you know, people go through a maternity leave or a medical leave. I definitely as a person have much more tolerance for others who miss an extended period of time at work. Um, I think, you know, it's so important that while people are on that break, making sure that they have the space to live and to breathe, but then also this space to come back. And it's really just this understanding and empathy that they missed a giant chunk of time. And I know it was hard for me to kind of even accept going on a medical leave, but then I kind of came to a terms with it, knowing that like I had never taken a maternity leave. And I had to kind of, in my mind, say, this is my maternity leave. This is my time to take this break. And I, I have to allow myself this. I have to accept this. And so that's kind of a little bit about this poem, a little bit behind the scenes, a little bit about why the horse. Um, and, you know, speaking of the horse, um, I did have a drawing. Um, if you have the book, you can see this beautiful drawing from my goddaughter, Bevan. Uh, so I asked her for a girl and a horse and I got a unicorn and two girls. So <laughs> she might not be the best at listening to directions, but I love actually the two girls. It's me and her. And so it's even more special. And who doesn't love a unicorn? I mean, come on. So it's really magical that I have this drawing from her forever in time and for everyone to see. And, you know, what a great thing when she's like 20 some years old to say, hey, I'm in a book. You know, my drawing is in a book and, um, you know, might fill her head with a little bit too big of a head. But hey, um, but this this girl, Bevan, love her. Uh, she truly has my heart. And you'll see later on to my other goddaughter, Ava. So, so talented. Um, so she was 15 when she did the drawing um, for my book, uh, more on the on the COVID side of the book. But it, it really means a lot to have them included in this book and to have a piece of them and a piece of me um, for the world to see. And, you know, they, they came to the Good Market store after um, this book launched and, you know, we got pictures together and it was just fun and silly and just you know, perfect in every single way. So that's a little bit about Get on the Horse. Um, So next up is a poem called It's Okay. And it's a piece that dives into self-care, work, and cancer, and acceptance. And, you know, it's it's a little bit about, I think, some of the themes of yoga and God and prayer kind of coming through as well. So I'm excited to share that one with you next week. So do you have a piece that you want to share? Or maybe you're shy and want me to have it read on the podcast. Just feel free to email me at djbreastcancer at gmail.com. We all have stories. What's yours? <laughs>